Hello everybody, I hope you're having a glorious mental wellness day. Welcome to another episode of Transcending Mental Health. I'm Car- I'm Sarah Etoile. Um, how are you all doing? I want to tell you guys basically what kind of uh, ethics process I've been practicing, if only in my mind. I'm working on it. That's another part of my mental wellness process. I'm always admitting. I always have to admit that I'm working on it. Just as many people in uh, 12-step programs will say, um, you know, I'm still a work in progress. I'm still, uh, there's no graduation, but I do get better. So, um, I'm getting better and still have a lot of work to do on my own mental wellness process of five modules. And also, since I went through a spiritual awakening last August and uh, became, if you will, Christ conscious. And that was from a very painful process I was going through last summer when I was doing live streaming. Um, Although I was setting some boundaries with my listeners, although I was attempting to forum and join communities where I could promote mental wellness and uh, spirituality. I continually got invited to uh, live streams and groups and events that were not conducive, should I say, not conducive to what I was doing. And that was a reflection, that was a manifestation of not feeling like I had my boundaries respected. And I had to take a really hard look at myself that night I uh, deleted my uh, Pococha account that night, and um, suddenly I heard this uh, heard this uh, process in my in my mind and in my uh, and within, and it said, uh, "Sarah, um, you keep going to this place over and over again, externally and internally, and uh, what can you do about it?" My mental wellness process also talks about about what solution can we formulate or search for out there or search for within. And what I found was being able to listen to uh, worship music and uh, Christian music and spiritual music and energy healing music instead of uh, romantic love songs. And in that process, I ended up getting a haircut at the proverbial barbershop of Christianity and I um, thought about joining a church, and then I decided against it because I wanted to do my own thinking. So in the process and in the light of doing my own thinking, I formulated something that I call the church within, the inner church, my inner church. And I encourage you, like, like I would encourage you all to form, form your own mental wellness process. You know, su- I suggest the five modules. Um, you can... Uh, Go through my podcast and uh, explore what I mean by the five modules. Um, hopefully in my uh, title, in my information section of my podcast, um, the the modules will be described, you know, five areas of mental wellness. I would also encourage you to find your own spiritual path. You may be a member of a church already. Um, this might help enhance what you believe in already. You might not be a member of a church. 
you might be about to join a church, I have an episode on this podcast. Um, maybe you can search it. Um, it, it says something about, um, you know, don't, don't lose yourself in religion. Maybe, maybe you can search, uh, religion, you know, losing ourselves in the name of religion. Um, maybe you can just type religion into the search window of my podcast, you know, searching episodes, you know, maybe you can, but anyway, um, I formulated my own, even my own spiritual process and, uh, my own inner church called the IQ, um, ideals church of universal ethics. And, uh, I kind of broke down like a vocabulary on those words, um, Ideals Church of Universal Ethics. I'm going to read this off what I wrote. Um, word breakdown and definition. Ideals. Definition. Standards of perfection. Ideals are standards of perfection. Church is a place for public worship. Worship is reverence or respect. So it's basically um, a place to respect and revere and worship ideas or if you will, you know, a leader, whatever, a spiritual leader, um, worshiping, uh, respecting, revering, um, ideals, standards of perfection, universal, applicable to all causes, um, worshiping, reviewing, revealing, uh, revering ideas that are applicable to all cases, ethics, moral, considerate principles and rules. Uh, basically, the IQ is the place to appreciate standards of perfection and moral principles. And um, in the uh, inner church that I have formulated within myself, um, I reserve the right and the responsibility to worship whatever entity or idea that I wish, providing that I follow the following commandments. Now, uh, they're, they're not the Ten Commandments, the traditional Ten Commandments that Moses uh, dictated uh, back in ancient times that we are hopefully attempting, many of us are attempting to practice as, as Christians and may, maybe even as non-Christians. You know, Moses was around before Jesus, and Jesus worked with Moses, according to the Bible. He had, he had the grace and the truth, and Moses had the law of God. So, um, I'm going to turn the page here and, uh, just a moment. Um, I'm going to, uh, okay, this has a little bit of back. Okay. I don't have the background music on. Okay. So commandment number one that, that I wrote in my inner church, uh, thou shall not use one. Thou shall not use, let's see others or their, wait a minute. Okay. Hold on a second. The page, the page disappeared. Sorry about that. Thou shall not use others or their persons for gratification. Um, that basically says we shall not use one another for gratification. Um, we have to respect each other. Number two, thou shall not consent others to use you for gratification. So um, respect yourself. Uh, learn how to set some boundaries. Learn how to even put up spiritual shields, if you will, and that can uh, look like different things to different people, you know, putting up our uh, spiritual shields. Okay, three, two reasons only for sexual or intimate relations. A, producing offspring, 
albeit responsibly. You know, many of us rush into marriage and rush into having children, and we don't know what to do with them. We think we're just supposed to have children. We're just supposed to get married. That's how many children are abused. Um, B, establishment of a bond with your partner or your betrothed. Um, don't have intimate relations just because it feels good. Now, there's a reason for that, that pleasure, too. You know, God, God gave us uh, sex to be pleasurable, to uh, motivate us to bond with, your, with our partners or our betrothed or have a honeymoon and also to, um, to procreate and have children. So, um, you know, having sex solely for pleasure, having intimate relations solely for pleasure is a sin in, in my uh, book right now, in my, uh, inner church. It's a sin to uh, have sex solely for pleasure or to have intimate relations solely for pleasure. Um, God, God made the pleasure to motivate us. Otherwise we wouldn't feel like, we wouldn't feel like, uh, you know, using the means to have children, have offspring. We wouldn't be motivated to use the means to, um, bond with one another as partners to start and maintain a family unit. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and turn the page. Okay. Hit the pause button. Okay. Number four, no outside relationship. That's pretty self-explanatory. Thou shalt not have affairs for pleasure. Um, do not use self for gratification or entertain the idea. Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bully someone for, um, for having self, uh, self-intimate relations. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bully somebody for having that. But I would, I would recommend you try to avoid it as much as possible. Because again, you know, it's, it's for, for a bonding process with a partner and it's for a, uh, procreation process to, uh, have offspring. And, um, you know, I guess, I guess, uh, it, that could be an arguable case, um, because there is, there, there, there are homosexual relationships. Now I'm not too clear. There is a, uh, church that I, uh, log on to on a YouTube channel. Um, there are, uh, LGBTQ, etc people that go to that church. And, um, I have a theory about LGBTQ intimate relations and relationships. I believe that if we only had heterosexual relationships, if we only had traditional man, woman, boy, girl relationships, we'd probably, uh, have too many offspring and, uh, we wouldn't have as many opportunities to bond with, with people of the same sex or the same, or, uh, other genders, you know, other than, uh, the opposite gender. So, um, I, I've asked that question, um, I kind of wonder, I have yet to ask maybe, a, a LGBTQ, etc. Christian, um, is it really a sin to have uh, LGBTQ, uh, intimate relations? I, I don't know if it, if it really is. Um, I don't know if Jesus really did, um, frown on that. But I know he frowned on having intimate relations solely for pleasure. He probably frowned on that. And I frown on that. And that's one of the reasons I, um, I liked listening to uh, worship music and Christian music and Christian dance music and Christian rock and roll instead of uh, traditional romantic uh, 
sexual, you know, overtone uh, rock and roll and uh, dance music. You know, I, I don't believe in having uh, intimate relations. In fact, uh, my 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 uh, girlfriend and I, my my partner and I, um, we we don't have sex anymore. You know, we we've consummated our relationship a long time ago, so we have had, you know, we have had relations, but uh, we don't anymore, and we decided not to mutually by choice, because um, I'm not in a I'm not in a uh, place in my healing right now that where I can handle it and that's that's the truth you know that's the truth and Jesus told the truth and I'm telling my truth um I I I recognize and so does my my uh, girlfriend I recognize that um that we can have we can enjoy a romantic relationship we can enjoy other other kinds of intimacy that are not sexual you know we can hug and kiss and spend time together and romance each other and enjoy things, you know, without uh, necessarily having having intimate relations, physical intimate relations, and maybe maybe there'll be a time where we can uh, handle where we can handle that in the future. But I'm not going to worry about it right now, and I don't think God wants me to worry about that. It'll be in uh, God's time, not in mine and not in hers, and certainly not in in the time of other people, you know, externally, you know. So, uh, let's see, what number was I on in the command commandments here? Okay, um, all right, here we go. Um, um, okay, five, B. Uh, love yourself with agape love. Agape is universal love, um, as opposed to romantic love. Thou shalt not flatter oneself, thou shalt not be narcissistic, thou shalt not romance oneself. Um, number six, thou shalt not be jealous. Practice respect and an attitude of gratitude and an abundance mindset at all times. If you practice self-respect and respect of others and an attitude of gratitude and an abundance mindset, you probably very likely will be able to combat jealousy. Because jealousy is a lack mentality. Jealousy is a sense of lack, a sense of feeling like others are better than you or that you should be better than, than other people. And that can even lead to one of the traditional amendments, uh, thou shalt not covet. So um, I hope you all are having a safe day. Um, this is my opinion. This is my life experience. This is my uh, mental wellness process. This is my uh, sense of ethics. Um, I'm not against intimacy, but I am against the abuse of it, just as I am against the abuse of psychiatry and therapy and against uh, the abuse of mental health treatment. I'm for mental health treatment. I am for psychiatry. I am for therapy. I am for intimacy. You know, those those are those are very positive things that should be nurtured and promoted in our world, but not the abuse of it. And my universal ethics process and my mental wellness process abhors abuse. Peace out.